I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey guys, welcome back to the Play Like a Girl podcast, one of the shows for SB Nation's Ohio State site, Land Grant Holy Land. We are two girls talking about sports because our opinion counts too. I'm your host, Meredith Hine, and I'm thrilled to be joined today by our guest co-host, Megan Hussline. Thanks, Meredith. I'm so happy I'm able to join you today. Likewise. Uh, we are so sad that Kelsey isn't able to be here, but she is currently living it up in Vegas at Team USA's basketball camp. Uh, so while we're feeling for us, we are happy for her. Uh, and I'm also excited to welcome Megan uh, to the show for the first time. She is one of our new writers for Land Grant Holy Land. Um, Megan, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I just finished my freshman year at Ohio State. So I'll be a sophomore this fall. And I'm majoring in journalism with the ultimate goal of being a sports broadcaster. And OSU has always been my dream school. I was born and raised in Columbus. Uh, my family just raised me to be a Buckeyes fan. So I'm so happy that I get to go there. But my favorite athlete there has to be Justin Fields. Anyone who knows me knows that he's my favorite. I'm so sad he's gone, but I know he'll do great in the pros. But I've met him twice, actually, and I have pictures to prove it if anyone doesn't believe me. But overall, I'm a huge Buckeye football fan, and I can't wait to get back into a full horseshoe this fall. Amazing. But the real question is if you've met Justin Fields' dog. No, that would almost be even better than meeting Justin, honestly. <laughs> Uno is adorable. Oh, love him so much. Um <laughs> Well, thanks so much for introducing yourself. Uh, let's jump into our regularly scheduled programming now, uh, kicking things off with more tennis and Wimbledon. Yeah, so I have been loving Wimbledon this year. There's been so many surprises, especially on the women's end. You know, like barely any of the top 10 players are still in it with Serena's surprising injury. You know, Coco Golf got knocked out, but I'm just really excited to see Ash Barty play. I know she's the number one ranked woman in the world, but it looks like she's going to win the whole thing. Oh, absolutely. And I was just reading an article on ESPN uh, earlier today, and she was like, she's super, super confident heading in. And it reminded me of when Baker Mayfield was like, I'm just feeling dangerous. I'm like, <laughs> watch out for Ash Barty. She's ready to go. No, she's not feeling any pressure at all. She's definitely super confident in herself. I watched her last match, and she just completely demolished her opponent. Like, it didn't even look close at all. So she's definitely playing her best tennis right now. Yeah, and I feel like she's this very cool, like, modern tennis player. In this article I was reading, uh, it talked about how she took a break to play professional cricket in Australia for a minute. Oh, then, I did not even know that. I know. I was like, that's... That's cool. It's just like following your passion, all racket sports. I guess it makes full sense. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty exciting for her. Um, in other news, uh, and I'm so sorry, I'm just not good with pronunciation. Uh, Emma Raducanu, Raducanu uh, 
was a surprise this week because she retired early from her quarterfinal match. Um, she was feeling dizzy. Uh, she is doing a lot better now. So, so happy to see that. Um, but John McEnroe decided to just be a general, not nice person to her after her retirement. Right. It was so mean. I know his comments. They're just so outdated. Like, I feel like he's just not keeping up with the times. He's just acting like he's still back when he was playing. Cause you know, she's only 18 years old. So I think she was just overwhelmed by the moment, which is totally understandable. You know, she's in the fourth round at Wimbledon of all majors and she just got overwhelmed, but he decided to just throw some comments out there that just weren't very nice at all. Yeah. And those comments were related to uh, her ability to stand up to the situation and handle the pressure, which once again, she's 18. She's in the final rounds at Wimbledon and she's doing a great job. Um, I did just love this quote uh, from her column about uh, John McEnroe's comments, though. It was from a British writer that ESPN interviewed and it said, is there anything more annoying than a man telling a woman she's not hurt? She's just emotional. No, no, there isn't. Please ask him to stop. (laughs) Exactly. Like, please just shut your mouth. Just don't say anything at all. And then he's trying to compare it back to like, when he was playing, when he was 18 years old at a major, that was how many decades ago? Four. And the media 100. has changed. Literally. <laughs> so many things have changed since then. The whole world is watching her. She's all over social media. And back in his days, iPhones weren't a thing. TVs it's, weren't as big as they are now. Like, totally different situations. It's a great point. And he was allowed to throw his racket as much as he wanted and no one said anything. Yeah. Well, and he's a guy. So exactly. He can just throw a tantrum, won't get yelled at. But if she did that, oh, she'd be emotional. She'd throw a tantrum. She'd be called all these things. But anyways, I just wish he didn't say that because that just doesn't look good for anyone. And it ruins the moment because like it still is. She's still made it so far and she had such a great run at Wimbledon at 18. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, so kudos to Emma. She's certainly not done. She's going to be back. Um, but prob- we probably have no one to look at but Ash heading into the finals this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it'll be a good match between her and Kerber today. But I think Ash is still going to come out on top. Yeah, this show doesn't come out until tomorrow. So hopefully I'm not eating my words and <laughs> by then. Um, but, uh, one other tennis related piece of news, uh, Naomi Osaka remains part of the conversation, even without being at Wimbledon, because we have Olympic tennis coming up. Yes. I'm so happy to see her back playing. You know, she's obviously missed the past two majors, but I know that competing for her home country is really important for her. So I'm glad that she's taken the time she needs and hopefully she's back to playing her best tennis at the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, also excited to see her back. Uh, I still haven't tried the sweet green bowl named after Naomi, but I feel like you that see, will have to happen. I would, but they don't have that in Columbus or even Ohio. I don't think, but it does sound really good. I mean, good for her. Get that I, money for, I would like to have a salad a named after you named after <laughs> me. Yeah. On that note, uh, she is the highest earning female athlete in the world officially, I saw. Um, So kudos to her. And once again, for her doing her and choosing where she chooses to play, uh, which hopefully, again, will be in the Olympics where we will get to see her next. Yes, Um, I totally agree. Definitely. 
So we, we actually have news for you from the baseball diamond of all places coming up after this next break. So stay with us. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back. So I will be the first to admit that baseball is among my least favorite sports, but even I can get behind moments when history is made. So I actually love baseball. It's probably my favorite sport to watch, but uh, we just got the recent announcement of Major League Baseball's all-star rosters and probably making most headlines would be the Angels' Shohei Otani becoming the first player ever to make the All-Star game as both a DH and a pitcher. And obviously comparisons are being made to Babe Ruth, who was a pitcher and a hitter back in his day. But things that Otani are doing right now are just unbelievable. Can you tell us more about them as someone who has watched Okay, I lied. I watched one baseball game this year. I went to <laughs> I went to the Cubs game where they had that really long cup snake. Never mind. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we love that. But yeah, I'll just fill you in. So Otani as a hitter has a two seventy-six average and he's really known for his power because he leads all of majors with thirty-one home runs, which is crazy because now he's on pace for probably over sixty. So he'll be he'll just be breaking records all over the place. But Also, as a pitcher, he has a 3.49 ERA, which it's a little high because he had one bad game against my Yankees. I'm a huge Yankee fan, but we destroyed him. So that definitely boosted his ERA. But honestly, pitching, hitting, fielding, he can really do it all. So he's just making history and he's showing no signs of slowing down. I mean, Babe Ruth only pitched really for four seasons. Otani's in his third and He's just getting better and better every year. So if he can stay healthy, he'll definitely be one to watch out for in the future. Yeah, certainly exciting for him. Um, when is the All-Star game? Um, Looks like July 13th. We've got it. It is coming right up. That's so exciting. Yep, this Tuesday. That is exciting. I can't wait to watch it. The Home Run Derby is always fun to watch, too. So it should be a good time. Heck, maybe I will even take a break from my not baseball watching to watch baseball. Oh, you have to tune in. Come on. (laughs) One day of the year. I suppose. Everything I learned about baseball, I feel like I learned from the Sandlot, and I just watched that (laughs) on the 4th of July. So at least I'm good and refreshed. Hey, there Um, you go. uh, I do have to say it's unreal that we are almost at the All-Star Game for baseball, but we are still in the midst of the NBA playoffs. Uh, as we know, the Suns took game one of the NBA finals against the Bucks, the Bucks Tuesday night, uh, and they're heading over to Milwaukee for game two tonight. Yeah, this whole NBA playoff season has just been crazy. You know, I'm not a huge NBA fan, but I've really been tuning in all season long. because It's just been phenomenal with all these different upsets and all these different great storylines and the Bucks and the Suns. It really doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. And it feels, it feels like, you know, 
maybe not the two top seeds in the league. But right. Yeah. I mean, you would really think that the Nets, obviously, but I mean, with Giannis, he's just phenomenal. And then the storylines coming from the Suns with Chris Paul trying to get his first championship, too, after so many years in the league. I mean, it's just a great matchup. Yeah. And what I've loved about the playoffs this year is all so we have Chris Paul so excited for him. Love this journey for him. But we also have so many young players throughout the playoffs who have been essentially destroying their older competition. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, between Trey Young and Atlanta, Giannis is still very young in Milwaukee. Devin Booker for the Suns. Like it is. I, I don't know. It's very cool to be watching this younger generation of NBA players rising up and, you know, leading their teams to success and to the conference finals and NBA finals. Yeah, it's really awesome to see, you know, you would think Kevin Durant, James Harden, you think they would take down everyone, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. But no, it's really been the rookies that have been and the young stars that have been just really taking the lead and leading their teams to the finals. Most definitely. Uh, so I feel <laughs> I feel like that's a very happy note to end on once again. Uh, game two is tonight in Milwaukee. Uh, but before we wrap up the show for today, uh, Megan, shall we do our shout outs? Yeah. So don't hate me. I know you love Chris Paul, but I'm going to shout out Giannis Antetokounmpo. You know, he that knee injury that just looked nasty. Oh, my gosh. I thought he was totally done for the season. Like, it was bending in a way that it should not have been. But he somehow made it back for game one. I'm sure he'll play game two tonight. But even in game one, he still put up 20 20 points and 17 rebounds. I mean, come on. That's just an MVP right there. So I got to give him a shout out. I'm sure he'll be back tonight in Milwaukee even better. So that's my shout out for the week. I mean, I'm going to also shout out an NBA player, love Giannis, but we're going to go with Chris Paul. Um, obviously again, as you mentioned, finally being able to have this opportunity to get a championship. He's been such a consistent and great player throughout his career. Um, I found out yesterday, yesterday that he's vegan, uh, which I feel like is also cool. Did you know Justin Fields is vegan too? Yeah, I did know that. And it, I mean, it helped his game. Obviously he had a freaking great season last season. So yeah, Maybe see, that's the key to becoming. Yeah, great. everyone should. We could all just be vegans, and I don't know. Save the uh, earth, good <laughs> athletes. I mean, can't go wrong. Yeah. Um. But in all seriousness, uh, really, really excited for him. Um. Maybe we'll even get a Cliff Paul appearance at some point. Oh, we gotta see Cliff. Come on, throw the glasses on. We need that. Yes, for all of our souls. Anyway, uh, that's all we have for today. Uh, thank you, Megan, for joining us as our guest host. As a thank reminder, thank you so much. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh no, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> as a reminder, you can follow Megan on Twitter at Megan Hustline, me at Meredith Hine, and the site at Landgrant33. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening to Play Like a Girl, and as always, go Bucks. <laughs>